Hi, welcome back to the Eight Pillars podcast. I'm Kate, and today we're going to be talking about energy. So I want to talk about how the attitude and the energy that you bring to something in your life, a relationship, a job, a class, how that energy dictates your attitude towards that thing, and it usually dictates the results of whatever that part of your life is. So my first example would be Think about how when you start a new job or you start a new semester, I know I was always like this, where I'd start a new semester and everything would be all nice and new, new teacher, new people in my class, new class. So I'd go into it being like, okay, I'm going to take great notes. I'm going to be so on top of everything. I'm going to pay attention the whole class. And then a few weeks would go by and maybe I did that for a little bit and then eventually, you know, I might have gone on to a few online shopping stores during the class. Maybe I checked my phone, you know, like I just ended up not being as excited about the class as I was at the beginning of the semester when it was something new and exciting to me. And then same with the job. A lot of us will probably come to a new job and be excited just that it's something new and it's a fresh start and then as time goes on you might get bored with it and then your your entire attitude changes about it so it's not that anything about this class or this job actually changed it's that the energy that you brought in to that job class or whatever the thing is in your life changed So the class didn't just get boring. You just decided one day that you didn't want to pay attention as much anymore. And then, of course, you're not going to enjoy the class as much if you're not even fully listening. And same with the job. It didn't just get boring. It's just not new to you anymore. But if you were to come into that class and that job like it was the first day and like it was something that you're excited for and they're open to whatever the possibilities are that it could bring to you that day, and you're going into it looking for all the things that you might enjoy about it, then you're probably going to enjoy the class, the job, the person, whatever it is, a lot more than if you stop putting in that effort to look for all the positive things about it. And if you go to the gym and you drag your feet and you think about how much you don't want to go, then it's not just going to get better. You're not going to one day go to the gym and it's going to click and you're just going to be like, yes, now I like going to the gym. You're not going to reach a certain fitness goal and then be like, okay, now I like to go. It's all about the energy that you bring to actually doing it, not any result that it brings you. The energy that you bring to the process of it, the process of the class, the process of the job, the process of working out. If you go to the gym and you think about oh my gosh, I'm going to feel so great after the gym and I'm going to have such a clear mind while I'm working out. It'll be so nice to listen to my music or to a podcast and you go in with that energy, then you're going to be more excited to go to the gym. You're the one who determines if something is enjoyable for you or if it's a dreadful thing. So if it's something that you have to do, like a class, like work, like going to the gym, if that's something that you consider a need in your life, then if you're going to do it anyways and you have to go anyways, why would you not go into it with positive energy and make it something enjoyable for you? Why would you go into it complaining and putting bad energy out there? Because you will only find more bad things if you go into it like that. 
you're going to go to the gym and you're probably going to find 10 more things to complain about while you're there. People are taking too long in the machines. You're getting too tired too quick. You're just going to keep finding negative things because that's the energy that you came into it with. And if you go to the gym and you say, wow, I'm so grateful that I'm able to even move my body like this and go to the gym because some people aren't even able to do that, then you're probably going to feel a lot more appreciative for being there and that will improve your overall experience there. And now I want to talk about, similar to that, how if you're looking for the bad in something, then you will find it. And if you're looking for the good in something, then you will find it too. So say something bad happens at your job or say your significant other does something that really bothers you. And then from then on out, you have a total bad vibe whenever you're at the job or whenever you're around your significant other, you're just waiting for the next bad thing to happen or for the next thing that they do that disappoints you. Then I'm sure you will not only find one thing, but you will find many that disappoint you because you're looking for it. So there's always something negative there if you want to find it, but there also is always something good there if you want to find it too. So if you choose to take things as individual moments, like a bad day at work, that's one day. It doesn't mean that the whole job is bad. Of course, if things were consistently going bad and wrong all the time, then that's a completely different thing. And same with a relationship. Somebody does something that disappoints you one time, I'm not talking anything crazy, and you all of a sudden decide that you're just going to sit there and wait until the next thing disappoints you, then you will constantly be getting disappointed. But if you were to just take that moment as an individual moment and you moved on from it and accepted that that person is not just that one bad moment and that there are many other moments that they've had that haven't disappointed you, then you won't just come across bad things left and right because you're not looking for them. It's similar to when you're going to meet somebody new and one of your friends before you meet them tells you something bad about that person and something that they don't like. Then your perception of them is already going to be biased because you just heard something bad about them from your friend. But when you're meeting a new person completely on your own with no other opinion, then your perception isn't skewed from anybody else's opinion. So fixating on something bad, like one bad thing that happened in your class or your job, one bad thing your significant other said, that's similar to having this other opinion from your friend when going to meet somebody. You have this one negative thing in the back of your mind and you're holding on to it rather than going into the next day with a complete fresh slate, like you're going in to meet somebody with no other knowledge of them. If you go into each day and moment and interaction with a relationship in your life, like it's a fresh slate, and I want to just make a little side note that I'm not saying like just let all the bad things go if somebody is actually being not good to you, but I'm saying just one thing, if, you, if you're a person that has a hard time letting go of bad things, then work on looking for the good and bringing positive energy into something and start over on the next day rather than holding on to these negative moments because it will only make you more miserable when interacting with these people or going to this job. You're not 
doing anything to anybody else by complaining and bringing negative energy into something in your life. You're only hurting yourself, causing more stress for yourself. So it is possible to dictate your attitude towards different things in your life. You don't have to hate going to your job. You decide that. And you don't have to constantly be annoyed by your friend. You decide that. You decide how you're viewing this thing in your life. And now I want to talk about my next point that has to do with energy. So the way that you perceive yourself is often how others are going to perceive you. So say you have to go present or you're going into a job interview and you're full of doubt in yourself and you're really lacking confidence and that's the energy that you bring into the interview entirely, then it's pretty possible that the people that you're presenting to that are interviewing you are also going to see you in that light, like you're a little bit insecure, you don't seem super confident in everything you're saying, but if you go into that interview, like you know that you're qualified to be there, and you go into that presentation, like you know what you need to say and how you're going to say it, even if you don't fully believe it, if you go in and just make yourself show up as the most confident version of yourself, then everybody else is going to feel that. So say you're having a day where you're just not feeling yourself. You got a few pimples, maybe you're not loving the way your clothes are looking on you today. If you walk around with that in your head, like you want to hide from everybody, then of course they're going to perceive you in the same way that you're perceiving yourself in that moment. But if you just own whatever it is you got going on that day, way more likely than not, nobody is going to notice what you're feeling insecure about. Just like nobody is going to question you when you show up to your presentation or your job interview fully confident. Nobody's going to be like, I don't know. They might not know their shit. Nobody's going to think that because you're the one that's presenting yourself that way. So sometimes you get to fake it till you make it. But if you fake it, enough times, eventually it will just become who you are. So I used to do this a lot. If I wasn't feeling myself, I'd be like, I'm going to point it out just so everybody else knows. Like, I notice it too. And I'd be like, oh my God, I'm breaking out so bad to my friends. And they'd be like, Kate, I didn't even see anything on your face until you said that. So it's just like, why put out there that you're not feeling yourself or that you're not feeling fully confident when it's super unlikely that nobody else is and then you're just drawing attention to it by pointing it out or even just by presenting yourself like you're self-conscious you're pointing that out more than if you just showed up as confident as you possibly could and you're just like you know what I can't control this I feel how I feel today but I'm probably the only one that even noticed so I'm gonna act like how I feel on my best day and I'm gonna choose to present that to everybody else, then people are going to look at you like you are on your best day. They will perceive you the same way that you're perceiving yourself. So if you can just get yourself to tap into how you feel when you're at your best or your most confident, then you can put on that front for a little bit and eventually you'll probably completely forget whatever it is that you were insecure about. And when you see how other people are interacting with you, it will probably just affirm more that you had nothing to feel insecure about because 
Clearly nobody's noticing anything. Nobody's acting any different to you. Nobody even cares whatever it is that you're not feeling confident about. So why let your own negative thoughts and negative energy dictate your experience when you're out somewhere or when you're with a group of people or when you're in a job interview? Nobody else is viewing you that way until you choose to view yourself that way. So just don't. Yeah, I know it's easier said than done, but if you really think about it, like just tapping into how you feel on your best day and just trying to mimic that and pretend that's how you're feeling right now, then everybody else is really going to feel that too. So I wanted to talk about this today because it's really been helping me with a lot of different things that I got going on in my life and it really helps me to stay motivated. Like when I wake up really early or when I need to work out or when I have a full day of work, it's been helping me to go into that and think about all the positive things and that's why it's really a good thing to do gratitude journaling or just practice gratitude in some form every day because it helps you to go into something with a lot more positive energy than you might when you're all in your head thinking about the negatives. And this kind of had to do with my episode about the worst case scenario mindset, but it really is super impactful. And I think you can even just do it in your head. Even in moments like going to the gym, you could stop yourself before thinking about all the reasons why you don't want to go and think about the person that you have in your mind as your best self, even if you don't feel like you've achieved it yet. Think about what would Kate do right now if she was going to the gym and she was her absolute best self. She would be excited and she would enjoy the gym because that's something that is important to her and it's something she knows makes her feel good. So she would be excited for it. So there's no reason why Kate in the present can't feel excited for it now because I still have that best version of myself in me. So it's there. You just have to tap into it and bring that energy into whatever it is in your life that you're having a hard time going at in a positive way. So you always have it in you to be excited about something and to bring positive energy into something. You just have to come back to it and remember how you felt when you were positive about it or imagine how you would feel if you were at a better place and that thing that you want to find enjoyable isn't enjoyable to you right now for whatever reason. Just think about how you would feel if it was and then start looking for all of the good things that you get out of it because there are definitely some, especially if you at one time were excited about this job or this class or this person, whatever it is. So yeah, just remember that you dictate the energy that you bring into each and every one of your days. You choose if you're going to wake up in a good mood. You choose if you're going to go to bed in a good mood. You choose if you want to go to the gym and enjoy it or if you want to go to work and enjoy it. There's good if you want to find it and there's bad if you want to find it. So you just got to make your choice and that's not to say you should just be positive all the time when things are going wrong left and right. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying if you want to learn how to get into the habit of looking for more good than bad, then this is a great way to go about it. And it's also a great way to bring more confidence to yourself in whatever scenario you got going on in your life where you might normally be kind of insecure or self-conscious. This is a great way to kind of 
remind yourself that nobody sees what you don't want them to see. And if you want to show up as the best version of yourself and your most confident self, then you get to decide that. And that is how people will perceive you as well. And I think that should be something that we're all excited about because even if you feel a little bit delusional when you're telling yourself this in your head, I don't think it's delusion. And there's no reason that other people can't view you in the way that you want to be viewed. You decide that, you decide how you show up, and you decide if something will be an enjoyable experience for you or not an enjoyable one. So yeah, that's really all that I had for this episode. It was pretty short, but I hope you enjoyed. Please follow the podcast Instagram at 8pillarspod, and I will see you next week for my normal episode on Tuesday. So thank you for listening. Bye.